Section 11 of Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask, Mount Vernon, Ohio, InterfaceAudio.com. Exposition on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2, by St. Augustine of Hippo psalm thirty nine part one the title of this psalm which we have just chanted and proposed to discuss is on the end for edithon a psalm for david himself here then we must look for and must attend to the words of a certain person who is called edithon and if each one of ourselves may be edithon in that which he sings he recognizes himself and hears himself speak for thou mayest see who was called edithon according to the ancient descent of man let us however understand what this name is translated and seek to comprehend the truth in the translation of the word according therefore to what we have been able to discover by inquiry in those names which have been translated from the hebrew tongue into the latin by those who study the sacred writings edithon being translated is overleaping them who then is this person overleaping them or who those whom he hath overleaped because it is not simply overleaping but overleaping them is it because he overleaps that he sings or is it by singing that he overleapeth whether it is that he sings because he is leaping beyond or that it is by singing that he leaps beyond nevertheless it is the song of one leaping beyond that we have just been singing whether we ourselves are persons leaping beyond god to whom we were singing it knoweth but if any one who was already leaping beyond hath sung it let him rejoice that he is the thing of which he has sung if any one has sung it who is still clinging to the earth let him wish to be that of which he has been singing for there are some persons yet clinging to the earth yet bowed down to the ground yet setting their hearts on what is below yet placing their hopes in things that pass away whom he has called overleaping them hath overleaped for whom hath he overleaped but those who remained behind two you know that some of the psalms are entitled songs of degrees and in the greek it is obvious enough what the word means for the greek word are degrees or steps of them that ascend not of them that descend the latin not being able to express it strictly expresses it by the general term and in that it called them steps left it undetermined whether they were steps of persons ascending or descending but because there is no speech or language where their voices are not heard among them the earlier language explains the one which comes after it and what was ambiguous in one is made certain in another just then as there the singer is someone who is ascending so here it is someone who is overleaping but both that ascent and this leaping is effected not by the feet not by the help of ladders not by wings and yet if you mean the inner man at once by the feet by ladders and by wings for if it be not by the feet why does the inward man say 
oh let not the foot of pride come unto me if not by ladders what mean those who jacob saw where angels were ascending and descending if not with wings what becomes of him who saith who shall give me wings like a dove then will i fly away and be at rest but in bodily things the feet the wings ladders are different things within the feet the ladders and the wings are the affections of a good will with these let us walk with these let us ascend with these let us fly when therefore every one hears of this man leaping beyond and would fain imitate him let him not study by the lightness of his body to leap over dishes or to clear any rather high places by a leap but i am speaking of what relates to the body for there are ditches which he also leaps over the things are burned with fire dug up that shall perish at the rebuke of thy countenance what things are those that are burned and dug up which shall perish at the rebuke of the lord except sins the things burnt with fire are the effects which desire inflamed unlawfully produceth the things dug up are the effects of fear unreasonably dejected for from hence do all sins arise either from desire or from fear let such an one then overleap all things by which he might be detained on earth let him rear his ladders let him spread forth his wings let him observe whether any one recognizes himself in this picture yes verily in the grace of our lord many do recognize themselves here who haply now holding the world in no account as well as all that delights us in the world make their choice to live righteously as long as they live here in certain spiritual delights and whence are these derived as long as we are walking upon earth except from the divine oracles from god's word from the search and investigation of some parable in scripture from the delight which belongs to discovery preceded by the labor of enquiry there are in books some pleasures that are holy and good for there are none such in gold and silver in banquets and in luxury in hunting and fishing in diversion and in jest in the vanities of the theatres in the pursuit and endeavor after ruinous honors for indeed it is not so that in all these there are true joys and none in these books rather than let the soul that leaps beyond all these things below and takes delight in these that we describe say with confidence because it says with truth too the unjust have told me of pleasures but not such as thy law let this idithon come still to us let him overleap those whose delight is in things below and take delight in these things and let him rejoice in the word of the lord in the delight of the law of the most high but what shall we say is he even from this point to leap over to another or it is up to this point that he who desires to overleap is able to advance by leaping beyond let us choose rather to listen to his own words for to me it appears that this person who leaps beyond them was already living in the oracles of god and there learnt that which we are going to hear three verse one i said i will take heed to my ways that i sin not with my tongue 
believe that whilst engaged in his work in reading commenting preaching admonishing rebuking and exhorting whilst he was tried by certain difficulties incident to man himself a man and living among men though already leaping beyond those who take no delight in these things inasmuch as it is difficult for a man not to slip with his tongue and he who hath not offended in word as it is written the same is a perfect man he had perhaps said some things requiring to be repented of and there had fallen from his lips things that he wished but was not able to recall for it is not without reason that the tongue is set in a moist place because it is so prone to slip perceiving therefore how hard it was for a man to be under the necessity of speaking and not to say something that he will wish unsaid and filled with disgust at these sins he seeks to avoid the like to this difficulty is he exposed who is seeking to leap beyond let no one pronounce judgment on my words who is himself not yet endeavoring to leap beyond let him leap over and prove the truth of what i say for then he will be a witness to the truth as well as a son of the truth when this had happened to him then he had resolved not to speak lest he should say anything that he would be sorry for having said this is intimated by his first words i said i will take heed to my ways that i sin not with my tongue keep then thy ways Idithan, and do not sin with thy tongue examine thoroughly weigh well what thou art about to say refer to thy inward apprehension of the truth and then put it forth before the hearer without thou searchest for these things often in the turmoil of business when the attention is taken up whilst the infirmity of a soul pressed down by the corruptible body longs to both hear and to say something to take something in at the ear and to give something forth through the lips and thus being on some occasions thrown off of its balance by its desire of speaking makes some slip through carelessness in taking heed to what it says and under these circumstances says something that perhaps ought not to have been said against these evils silence is a better remedy for a sinner of some one peculiar description a proud or envious man is standing by he hears the man who is leaping beyond speak he catches at his words he lays snares in his way it will go hard but that he will find something said in a way that it should not have been said nor does he on hearing it make allowance for him but through spite cavils at it to guard against such persons this idithan had thought it better to be silent whence he sung thus i said i will take heed to my ways that i sin not with my tongue how long am i to be ensnared by the spiteful or to have snares laid for me even if i be not taken in them i will take heed to my ways that i sin not with my tongue although i have leaped beyond the pleasures of earth although the fleeting passion for things temporal ensnare me not though now i despise these things below and am rising to better things than these yet in these very better things the satisfaction of knowledge in the sight of god is enough for me 
of what use is it for me to speak what is to be laid hold of and to give a handle to the cavillers therefore i said i will take heed to my ways that i sin not with my tongue i keep my mouth with a bridle wherefore is this is it on account of the religious the thoughtful the faithful the holy ones god forbid these persons hear in such a manner as to praise what they approve but as for what they disapprove perhaps among much that they praise they rather excuse than cavil at it on account of what persons then dost thou take heed to thy ways and place a guard on thy lips that thou mayest not sin with thy tongue here it is while the wicked standeth over against me it is not by me that he takes up his station but against me why what could i say at all whereby i could satisfy them i speak of spiritual things to one who is carnal to one who has ears and eyes for outward things but is inwardly blind and deaf for the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of god now were he not proved to be a natural man when would he cavil happy is he who speaketh a word to an ear that taketh heed not to the ear of a sinner that taketh his stand against him for there were many such standing around him and gnashing their teeth at him when he was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb so opened not his mouth for what would you say to men swollen with pride agitated by passion prone to cavil litigious and full of words what would you say to them that is holy and pious and that in the matter of religion overleaps them when even to those who heard with willingness who were eager to learn who were yearning for the food of truth and who received it with eagerness even the lord himself says i have yet many things to say unto you but you cannot bear them now and the apostle i could not speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal yet not as to persons to be despaired of but as to those who still required to be nourished for he goes on to say as babes in christ i have fed you with milk and not with meat for hitherto you were not able well tell it unto us even now neither yet now are ye able be not therefore impatient to hear that which as yet thou art not capable of but grow that thou mayest be able to bear it it is thus we address the little one who yet requires to be fed with kindly milk in the bosom of mother church and to be rendered meat for the strong meat of the lord's table but what can i say even of that kind to the sinner who taketh his stand against me who either thinks or pretends himself capable of what he cannot bear so that when i say anything unto him and he has failed to comprehend it he should not suppose that it was not that he had failed to comprehend but i who had broken down therefore because of this sinner who taketh up his stand against me i keep my mouth as it were with a bridle four verse two i became deaf and was humbled i held my peace from good for this reason who is leaping beyond suffers some difficulty in a certain stage to which he hath already attained and he desires to advance beyond even from thence to avoid this difficulty 
I was afraid of committing a sin, so that I spoke not, that I imposed on myself the necessity of silence. For I had spoken thus, I will take heed to my ways, that I may not sin with my tongue. Whilst I was too much afraid of saying anything wrong, I kept silence from all that is good. I became deaf and was humbled, and I kept silence even from good. For whence could I say good things, except that I heard them? It is thou that thou shalt make me hear of joy and gladness, and the friend of the bridegroom standeth and heareth him, and rejoiceth on account of the bridegroom's voice, not his own, that he may speak true things, that he hears what he is to say. For it is he that speaketh a lie, that speaketh of his own. Therefore something sad and annoying has befallen him, and by his confession he warns us that what has befallen him should not be imitated, but guarded against. For being, as I said, too much afraid of saying something that was not good, made up his mind to say nothing, not even what was good, and as he resolved to be silent, so he began not to hear. For if you are a person leaping beyond, you stand waiting to hear something from God, to say unto men, if you are one leaping beyond, you go to and fro between God, who is rich, and the needy, who is craving for something to hear, that you may hear on one side, and deliver it on the other. If you make your choice not to speak on this side, you will not deserve to hear anything on the other. You yourself despise the poor. You will yourself be despised by him to whom riches belong. Did you forget that you were the servant whom the Lord hath set over his household, to give their meat to his fellow servants? Wherefore then are you anxious to receive what you are slow to expend? Since then you would not say that which you had received, you are justly hindered from receiving what you wished to receive, for something you yourself were wishing for, something you possessed already. Impart what you possess, that you may deserve to receive what you do not possess. When, therefore, I had put a bridle, as it were, on my lips, and constrained myself to silence, because I saw that everywhere speech was dangerous, then says he that he came to pass upon me which i did not wish i became deaf and was humbled not humbled myself but was humbled and i held my peace errand from good whilst afraid of saying any evil i began to refrain from speaking what is good and i condemned my determination for i was holding my peace even from what is good verse two and my sorrow was stirred up again Inasmuch as I had found in silence a kind of respite from a certain sorrow that had been inflicted upon me by those cavilled at my words, and found fault with me, and that sorrow that was caused by the cavillers had ceased indeed. But when I held my peace even from good, my sorrow was stirred up again. I began to be more grieved at having refrained from saying what I ought to have said, than I had before been grieved by having said what I ought not, and my sorrow was stirred up again. 5. Verse 3. And while I was musing, the fire burned. My heart began to be discomforted. I saw men insensate, and I was consumed with grief. 
i did not rebuke them and whilst i was thus silent the zeal of thine house was eating me up for i reflected on the words of my lord thou wicked and slothful servant thou oughtest to have put my money to the exchangers and i at my coming should receive it again with usury and that which follows may god avert from those who are his stewards bind him hand and foot and let him be cast into outer darkness the servant who was not a waster of his master's goods so as to destroy them but was slothful in laying them out to improve them what ought they to expect who have wasted them in luxury if they are condemned who through slothfulness have kept them as i was musing the fire burned and as he was in this state of wavering suspense between speaking and holding his peace between those who are prepared to cavil and those who are anxious to be instructed between those that abound and those that are in need having become a reproach to those who abounded and an object of contempt to the proud having regarded to the blessedness of those who hunger and thirst after righteousness being in difficulty and in trouble in whichever alternative he adopts being in danger of casting pearls before swine and in danger of not bestowing their meat on his fellow-servants in this state of suspense he prays for a better place a place different from this his present stewardship in which man is in such difficulty and in such danger and sighing after a certain end when he was not to be subject to these things when the lord is to say to the faithful dispenser enter thou into the joy of thy lord he says then spake i with my tongue in this fluctuation in the midst of these dangers and these difficulties because that in consequence of the abundance of offences the love of many is waxing cold although the law of the lord inspires delight in this fluctuation then i say then spake i with my tongue to whom not to the hearer whom i would fain instruct but to him who heareth and taketh heed also by whom i would fain be instructed myself i spake with my tongue to him from whom i inwardly hear whatever i hear that is good or true what saidst thou verse four lord make me to know mine end for some things i have passed by already and i have arrived at a certain point and that to which i have arrived is better than that from which i have advanced to this but yet there remains a point which has to be left behind for we are not to remain here where there are trials offenses where we have to bear with persons who listen to us and cavil at us make me to know mine end the end from which i am still removed not the course which is already before me six the end he speaks of is that which the apostle fixed his eye upon in his course and made confession of his own infirmity perceiving in himself a different state from that which he looked for elsewhere for he says not that i have already attained or am already perfect brethren i count not myself to have apprehended and that you might not say if the apostle hath not apprehended have i apprehended if the apostle is not perfect am i perfect observe what he is doing attend to what he is saying what art thou doing then 
o apostle hast thou not yet apprehended art thou not yet perfect what art thou doing what action is that to which thou exhortest me what is it you propose for me to follow and to imitate but this one thing saith he i do forgetting these things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are before i press forward toward the prize of the high calling of god in christ jesus it is by way of pressing forward towards it not as yet by arriving at it not as having as yet apprehended let us not relapse to the point from which we have already made a start nor remain stationary in the place to which we have already arrived let us run let us stretch forward we are already on the way be not so confident in the consequence of what you have passed by already as anxious for what you have not as yet attained to forgetting what is behind he says reaching forward to what is before i press forward for the prize of the high calling in christ jesus for he is himself the end but this one thing this is that one thing lord show us the father and it sufficeth us one thing which is another psalm also called one petition one petition have i desired of the lord which i will require forgetting what is behind reaching forward to what is before one thing have i desired of the lord which i will require that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life and wherefore to behold the joy of the lord for there i shall have a companion to rejoice in i shall not have an adversary to fear for there i shall have a friend to share with me in that contemplation not an enemy to catch at my words it is this which idithin would fain to have known to him whilst here that he might know what was yet wanting to him and not rejoice so much in what he had at present attained to as long after what he had not attained to yet and having passed through some stages should not linger on the road but be borne along by fervent desire to things above till he who had left some things behind should leave all behind and from the sprinkling of the raindrops of the lord that come from the clouds of scripture he should come like the heart to the very well of life and in that light should see light and in the presence of god should be hid from the provoking of men where he might say it is well i wish for nothing farther here i love every one i fear no one a right desire a holy desire ye who have this already rejoice with us and pray that we may persevere and hold it to the end and may not fall away in the midst of the causes of offence for this same blessing we ourselves ask for you for we are not worthy to pray for you and you too are unworthy to pray for us the apostle indeed commended himself to the prayers of his hearers to whom he was preaching the word of god pray ye therefore for us brethren that we may both see clearly what is requisite we should see and say well what it is requisite we should say this affection however i will know is to be found but in few persons nor do these persons understand me thoroughly who have not tasted that of which i speak we however speak to all both to those who have such an affection and to those who have not 
to those who have that they may sigh with us for these things to those who have not that they may shake off their lethargy that they may rise above things below that they may arrive at the delights of the law of the lord and may not linger behind in the pleasures of the wicked for many persons talk of many things and many persons praise many things the unrighteous commend unrighteous things and in fact those unrighteous things have a pleasure but not such as thy law o lord let those therefore join us in saying these things who believe that we may say them also for this matter is one that is within you no words can set it forth but let him whose heart is set on this believe that others also are engaged in it not that he alone has received what is god's in this case let Idithan say lord let me know thine end seven and the number of my days what it is i ask of the number of my days what it is i can speak of number without number and understand number without number in the same sense as years without years may be spoken of for where there are years there is a sort of number at all events also but yet thou art the same and thy years shall not fail make me to know the number of my days but to know what it is what then that number in which thou art think you that it is not assuredly if i weigh the matter well it has no being if i linger behind it has a sort of being if i rise above it it has none if shaking off the trammels of these things i contemplate things above if i compare things that pass away with those that endure i see what has a true being and what rather seems to be than really is should i say that these days of mine are and shall i rashly apply this word so full of meaning to this course of things passing away to such a degree have i my own self almost ceased to be failing as i am in my weakness that he escaped from my memory who said i am he that is hath then any number of days any existence in truth it hath and it is number without end but in the case of these days i would say that some part of them existed if i can keep hold of that day which you ask me do you yourself in order that you may ask me keep hold of the day which you ask dost thou retain this present day if you retained yesterday you retain possession of to-day also but you say yesterday i do not retain in my possession because it is no longer this one however which now is and which is by me i do still retain has it so escaped thee how much of this has now passed since the break of day did not this day begin with the first hour give me its first hour give me its second also for perhaps that also has passed away i will give you its third hour you say for in that hour we are perhaps at this present time these days therefore certainly do exist and is the third hour a day and in giving me the third hour thou wilt be giving me not a day but an hour even this however i do not concede to you if you have in any way left them behind give me even the third hour that in which you are at present 
for if any part of it has already passed and any part is as yet remaining you can neither give me what has already passed because it is no longer in being nor that which is as yet to come because not yet in being of this very hour which is now passing what will you give me to which will you venture to apply the word it is when you say the very word est it is it is but one syllable but one single motion and the syllable has but three letters in the very sounding of the word you do not arrive at the second letter of the word unless the first is finished the third letter will not sound except when the second also shall have passed of this single syllable what will you give me and can you retain the days who cannot retain a syllable everything is swept on by a series of moments fleeting by one after the other there is a torrent of existences ever flowing on and on a torrent of which he drank in the way who hath now lift up his head these days then have no true being they are gone almost before they arrive and when they are come they cannot continue they press upon one another they follow the one and the other and cannot check themselves in their course of the past nothing is called back again what is yet to be is expected as something to pass away again it is not as yet possessed while as yet is not arrived it cannot be kept whether once it has arrived he asks then concerning the number of his days which is not that which is not and which confounds me by a still greater and more perplexing difficulty at once is and is not we can neither say that is which does not continue nor that is not when it has come and is passing it is that absolute is that true is that is in the true sense of the word that i long for that is which is in that jerusalem which is the bride of my lord where there will not be death there will not be failing there will be a day that passeth not away but continueth which has neither a yesterday to precede it nor a to-morrow pressing close upon it this number of my days which is this i say make thou me to know